Welcome to this very special podcast. We are your hosts. I am Charlotte. And I am Jonathan. And our mission with this show is to help you integrate your heart, body, mind and soul. We believe one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is the gift of wholeness through integrating all aspects of what it means to be human. Your journey to become even healthier and happier starts right now. Welcome to Wellness Theory, the podcast. All right, all right, guys. So welcome to this week's live. So we are going to be talking to you today about surviving and thriving. And the reason we want to talk to you about this today is because there's been a recent study done to show that over 70% of people are living in survival mode. And that statistic is ridiculous. Like it's insane that people are living in this state of stress. If we're living in this state of stress, we're basically always like expecting things to go, be out of control, right? We're perceiving danger, we're perceiving threat when, when we're experiencing this, right? But we don't even necessarily know we're doing it. It's happening inside of us and we're operating from this space of survival and then we wonder why all these kind of issues pop up, right? So, you know, we want to talk to you about it so that we can really highlight some of the most common issues and some signs so that you you can become aware and also so that you can see what effect it will have on any long-term you know scenarios for you so that hopefully you'll actually want to take some action and do something about it for yourself definitely and by basically by being in that stress state it knocks your whole system out of balance by kind of tapping into your emergency system of survival and you may have heard of the term before your fight uh, uh, freeze and flight modes so think about it as a kind of like back, back in the old days, back in the prehistoric times when man used to get chased down by predators wanting to eat them. Um, your natural instinct would be to switch to that survival mode. So you'd run, you'd try to get out of um, out of that uh, survival mode, you'd get away to the point where you're no longer in threat of your life. But take this into the modern world, we're still we, we still put ourselves into that mode day day by day. We're still in that survival mode, even though we haven't got all these predators trying to eat us every five seconds. Mm-hmm. So whether we're at work, um, it's in a work a job we don't really like that much, or we're dealing with toxic relationships, we're constantly putting ourselves in that survival mode, and it's not it's something that we're is not really healthy for us. Definitely, well, think about it. If you're being chased by a lion, right? We go into this narrow-mindedness of we've got to find some safety, right? We've got to find the quickest route to everything being okay so that we can relax again. And that's all well and good when you are being chased by a lion. But having a conversation with your boss or your spouse or your friend shouldn't be causing that kind of reaction in you. But if you are having that reaction, even subconsciously, you will be behaving narrow-mindedly. And that just kind of switches you off to all that there could be. Definitely, and obviously when you're in that um, kind of when you're in that mode, your goal is to basically find the safe place, is to get from survival mode and run away and find that safe place. Um, where that might be running away from your boss, probably not a good idea. <laughs> but it's our goal is to find that safe place. And when we find that safe place, our body has a chemical change. So we switch to a more relaxed uh, kind of nervous system, which is our thrive mode. But unfortunately, majority of people struggle to find that. Don't even know where that safe point is or where uh, where that thrive mode is. We constantly spend too much time in survival mode. That has become the new normal. And that's the scary part. We're yeah. designed to literally 
be in this survival mode for short periods, but we've got so good at it. We've basically trained ourselves to be so good at it that we stay in it and we've forgotten. Our system has literally forgotten how to relax and get into that kind of resourceful, healthy place, right? Because that's where we're supposed to be operating from, right? That's how we connect with our higher self. That's how we perform at our best. And if we are, you know, forgetting how to do this, that means we're constantly living in these hormones of stress. If we're constantly living in hormones of stress, we're becoming addicted to them, right? Because it becomes then the new normal, like John said, and what we need. And that is causes a massive issue because we then become conditioned to even be able to like cope with any flood of energy that we get, right? We we so something happens. We get a flood of energy in this stress state, but our body is now hooked on that and wants that state. So we start to get addicted to our bad relationships, to our crappy job, to shitty situations, and you end up being addicted to a life that you didn't even want in the first place. And this is all happening subconsciously until you wake up and start learning about this stuff, right? Because if you wake up to it, you can kind of break that addiction and start to teach yourself something different and something way better. Definitely, and by kind of waking up to it, first you need to know what the signs of being in survival mode are. And a lot of people aren't even, aren't even aware that they're actually in survival mode. So one of the signs to look out for is brain fog. So a lot of people in survival mode struggle to focus, they struggle to concentrate on a daily basis um, to be productive and get things done. Definitely, guys. If you're somebody that's susceptible to dis-ease or you're somebody that has a lot of illnesses or you know struggles from that kind of health standpoint as well, this is going to be because your cells are not regulated in the way they need to. So we all have the kind of genetic ability to have any disease that exists. We all have that within us. It's just laying dormant, right? It's just, it's just not activated in some people and it's activated in others. So to activate those um, you know, gene expressions, if we're in survival mode, we are activating the dis-ease part of that gene. And that again becomes a problem, right? Because you end up in survival mode and you end up with disease. So if that's something you're experiencing, that's a sure sign that you're in survival mode and something's gotta change. Exactly. And also, are you have you ever kind of well, one of those people who usually prepare for the worst? And that's what you find in a lot of people who are in survival mode. So when they're going through whether it's the work life, social life, personal life, whatever it is, whatever they got going on that what everything that's going, everything that's running through their mind is preparing for the worst that could happen. Instead of thinking about what, what great could come out, well, what's something that great could come out of it, is what is the worst thing that is going to happen to me. Yeah, and we all know someone like that, Exactly, right? we all know someone like that. Crazy. Yeah, and we're just trying to, to control that situation because like Charlotte said earlier about being uh, out of control is a sign of um, being in survival mode. So when you're in that mode, you're trying to control every situation that you can do, even if it's something that is out of your control. Yeah, definitely. And this guys, another thing to look out for if you're in survival mode is if you're quite competitive, but for like all the time, competitive, being competitive is, is okay. It's healthy, right? In short bursts, because again, our system is coming under stress. But some people take this to another level when they think they are thriving in this constant competitive state when that's not even really good for you in the first place. So knowing when to be able to tap in and out of it, that is what's important, right? They, the great athletes know this as well, right? That's how they thrive, funnily enough. Um, the other things here is like fighting. If everything is a constant battle and a constant fight for you, there's a sure sign that you're in this survival mode. And also if you are have a tendency to manipulate things, manipulate people, manipulate situations, circumstances, 
if that is your kind of go-to tendency, it's a sign again that you're operating from a place of survival. Exactly, and also look out for fear and anger. So big, big signs of being in that survival zone is um, fear and anger, is being scared of, well, any potential outcome that could happen or being angry all the time, whether it's at yourself or other people around you, is a clear indication that you are currently in that survival mode. When we're talking about that, we're talking about unwarranted, right? It's okay to feel fear, it's okay to feel anger. We're not saying you shouldn't feel those things, but what we're saying is you need to be super aware if it's actually an emotion that's serving you and actually gonna bring you you know, a better consequence to the situation you're in. Right? For example, if you are being, again, chased by a lion, it's okay to feel fear. Right? It's okay to feel angry if you, you forgot something and that's the reason why you, you know, you're being chased by a lion. But, but it's yeah. got to be um, unwarranted in this Exactly. Setting. It's like the question you ask yourself, is it okay to be angry if um, the server at Starbucks forgot to put skinny milk instead of, uh, or full fat milk instead of skinny milk in your latte? I've seen people get very angry over something like that. So that's a kind of clear indication that someone's kind of working in that survival mode. It's unwarranted. It's yeah, not very unwarranted. 100%. Cool. Um, and the, the last point was about being hard to see possibilities. Definitely. So when, you, when you're in that survival mode, possibilities that could be literally right in front of your face um, could be completely missed and completely just ignored because um, you're so focused on, again, you're so focused on controlling everything and kind of preparing for the worst that you're, you're just missing all these potential possibilities that are just literally running by you every day. Guys, so if any little alarm bells went off in your head and any of those things are things that you experience, you're in operating from survival mode and that's something that is now in your power to take care of, right? And three key focus points now off the back of those those kind of um, like points is to make sure that you're you know aware if you're focusing solely on your body on your environment and your time if you're focusing on those three things like often like meaning all the time that is a sign that again you're in survival mode because you're so concerned about your physical being where that actually is what's happening in the environment around you and that you know you're operating from that environment around you or the thought of that future environment that you're going to be in and also time if you're like crazy on time and everything has to be done like immediately again it's just a it's a big signal to say that you're not comfortable with the unknown definitely and now okay you've got a good under a good idea of the signs to look out for in survival mode so what we're going to look at now is the signs that are you are you in basically thriving mode and it's pretty much the complete opposite of the um, survival mode, what we've just kind of gone through. So one of the first things to look at is um, being creative. So when you're in thriving mode, your creativity is just through the roof. So you find yourself just easy to be able to kind of get onto projects or whatever you're doing and just create, create, create in any area of your life. Yeah, that's a biggie. Mm. When those juices start flowing, you start to yeah. really <laughs> step out of your comfort zone, you know? And that's kind of the next one, right? It's about being comfortable with the unknown, right? If you're concerned about what's going to happen five minutes from now, ten minutes from now, an hour from now, a week, a year, a month, whatever, you're not okay with the unknown and, and what's about to unfold. So when you get comfortable with uncertainty and being in the unknown, you get to use your energy for more constructive things and exactly and being in thriving mode as well is just means your energy levels are just a lot more consistent a lot more um 
kind of prominent throughout the day, throughout your week, throughout your month, and you, you don't you don't have those you know those normal dips that people do when they're in the survival mode. And most people don't even have the energy in survival mm -hmm. mode. So being in thriving mode, you'll just notice a big difference in your energy levels as you go throughout your kind of normal day-to-day -day work. Definitely, and that kind of goes hand in hand with the next one as well. It's funny how these are all linked, right? It's not really a coincidence, but. We, when we are operating experiencing emotions like love, joy, trust, deep knowing and gratitude, when you're experiencing those things, they obviously energize you, but they also start to teach your nervous system something completely different, right? So you can, you know, literally thrive and have a healthy internal system which will show up outwardly as well. Definitely. And also one thing you want to look out for as well is, are you selfless or selfish? So selflessness is a big key uh, to people who are in that thriving zone. They're so focused on helping other people and doing things for others as opposed to just focusing on me, me, me all the time. Definitely. And again, linked up with the next one is really around being, knowing and being part of something bigger than yourself, right? So like John said, it's not me, me, me. It's now something for the greater good. It's something that's going to create an impact. It's about you causing an effect and influencing the world around you rather than just yourself. Because the minute you do that, you remove yourself from the eye, from the body, right? And you remove yourself from your current environment to be able to do those things. Or at least you elevate your current environment to do those things. And from there, you get Get to operate in a space of everything we've already mentioned the creativity the positive emotions the energy all of that will flow like limitlessly and that also flows nicely into our last um, kind of sign which is open to possibilities now none of that is going to be possible without you actually taking on new possibilities that are coming up um, to you new risks new ventures new projects all that's going to help you with your energy levels with your creativity with all of this um, self, selflessness and everything above it. Listen, like, everything you're saying is like, you <laughs> might even experience that now, right? You've got a choice. Watching this, you have a choice of whether you're going to listen to the things that we're saying or if you're just randomly passing the time. If you're randomly passing the time, that's cool because, you know, seeds are being planted. But aside from that, like, yeah. if you really are somebody that thrives and wants to thrive, you will take action on the things that we're sharing <laughs> exactly. with you. Right, so you'll be open to the possibilities, whereas some people perhaps won't be. Maybe not just yet, but you never know, eventually. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> when they're ready to. Exactly. Yep. Cool. So, <laughs> so now you kind of understand the signs of what to look for when you're in that surviving, thriving mode. I know kind of the questions you're probably thinking now is how do I now move from surviving into thriving? And we're going to take you through a six-step process that is going to help you be able to basically get this get this done and the first one is your thoughts okay focus on yeah, thoughts maybe. your thoughts determine everything that you do okay they are literally key for everything so let's take um somebody let's take spiders for example some people go some people are probably already going oh that's don't like them so you will get some people who are um, like they're scared of spiders they don't like them they think they're disgusting and they'll freak out when one comes near them and you've got others who will Kind of quite like spiders think they're quite cute and cuddly, cuddly. <laughs> spiders are cuddly. some people do um, and keep them as pets so the only difference between the two is just their thoughts the thought process behind it that is it there's nothing special about it it's just the way they think is just different definitely and, and that in itself that one thought that you're attaching to that one thing is triggering this survival instinct within you and again yeah. that's not good for you right so you need to start thriving 
Um, I think that's a very clear message. Yes. Really um, so guys, the second thing here is to make sure that you are taking your attention off of the external things, right? Forget about your phone, forget about your car, forget about the people around you and question, you know, what else would there be if these things didn't exist? Because those are the things that are gonna help you to thrive, to tap into your creative juices, to be able to experience something different to what you're already experiencing if you're already in this survival mode. And number three is about going beyond the analytical mind and the known. And so like what Charlotte said earlier about being, about being comfortable with the unknown, and this is where this comes in, is you don't need to analyze every single thing you do. You don't need to have a plan for everything. You can't have a plan for everything. You don't know what's gonna happen in the future. Oh, people will try. Yeah, but they will try. <laughs> and this is where you like stretch yourself out and get into that survival mode. So is basically just become comfortable with the unknown and accept it accept what is it is as it is um, as once you accept that the fact that you can't control everything and you can't plan for everything then you're going to find a big shift um between obviously your survival and your thriving and you're not going to be thinking about every little thing that is going to happen in the next five years because when you start to learn to accept what is versus what you want it to be or what you think it should be that will literally change the game. You can forget everything else we're about to tell you, but that alone will change the game for you and you will instantly flip from survival mode to thriving mode just from doing that. So everything we said earlier about your genetics upregulating and, and you actually having a healthy inside space as well as an outside space, that's all gonna come into fruition just from flipping that one kind of thought process in your mind and allowing yourself to actually do that. All right, so, um, the next one is about tapping into deeper brainwave states, right? So if we can get into a deep state of relaxation, and we can do this through meditation, hypnosis, sleep even, when we are doing this, we're getting into these theta, these delta brainwave states, and that's allowing us to repair and recover and regenerate as we need to. But when we're doing that, we are also reprogramming what is going on in our thought process. So we said like step number one here is be aware of your thoughts and shift them, right? But here what we're saying is actually if you can create that space where you get to go into those deeper states, you get to experience an expanded world around you, right? It's a very, you're not focusing on environment anymore because you're, you're focusing on something beyond the environment, beyond what you know. And when you do that, you get to heal, your cells get to go back to, you know, how they are naturally kind of supposed to be and from there you get to reprogram yourself and thrive <laughs> wow see mind blown <laughs> so step five now in this process is about your heart and mind coherence and what we mean by that is um, when your heart and mind are not in coherence that means they're disaligned so for example have you ever thought something but then done something completely different so this is basically your heart and mind and your, basically your body and mind, everything showing you that there is a disalignment there. And an easy way to fix that is by your breath, is breathing, is by teaching yourself to breathe correctly and by breathing in for five and out for five and teaching yourself to do this consistently all the time will help you to switch from survival instantly to uh, thriving mode. Definitely, we spoke a couple of weeks ago about like breathing into the belly and how you should be breathing and, and various kind of ways in which you can think about breath and how you can utilize it. But if you can get that kind of five in, five out happening completely automatically when you're not even thinking about it, you will always be in that constant state of thriving. All right, you, you will actually be able to cope 
we import straight at UE yeah. no matter what. And one, yeah, one good thing, if you're kind of wondering how do I get, um, how do I know if my heart and mind are in, um, um, congruence, um, Charlotte uses a um, device that actually helps you to see where, when you are in that congruence and when you're not. Yeah, definitely. So this device was basically something that um, was introduced to me by my coach um, and it's something that it was produced by the HeartMath Institute. So if you're interested in geeking out on this stuff, it's a really cool thing to, to look into. But basically it's a, a little device that goes on your earlobe, okay, and it then just kind of clips onto whatever you're, you're wearing or whatever. And then you go into kind of a deep state of either meditation or just a rested state even you could to be fair you can use it while you're even just watching tv or something if you wanted to and basically you connect that with an app and the app will actually tell you what your breathing rate is doing i'm doing this with my hand because that's what you do on the app if not <laughs> you wouldn't know that if you're not seeing it so let me explain that. um but it will literally guide you and it will prompt you it's like having a little breath coach in your pocket because it will literally tell you breathe slower, breathe faster, breathe deeper. It will literally tell you what that is and you will actually be able to then kind of get an, an overview of how much you've been in coherence with your heart and mind um, like during that period of time that you've been wearing it. And obviously the more you do it, the more you train yourself to be able to do that all the time. Awesome. All right. Okay, yep, that's good. <laughs> uh, last one, number six, last okay, one, last, last one, step. Last one. So how um, to move into Thrive Zone, last step, step number six, is initiating elevated emotions for yourself, right? So not being um, dependent on anything external to create those emotions for you. You can do this simply by thought alone. If we know that by thinking about a spider, it can make us freak out or it can make us fall in love, right? Whatever your opinion is on spiders, that is all done through thought, right? We think in pictures, we can create pictures for ourselves that make us happy or make us sad, right? Bottom line. So if that's the case, we get to tap into these elevated emotions anytime we choose to. And the more you practice doing it, again, the more you can access these on demand any moment you choose. So elevated emotions, we're talking again about kind of love, joy, bliss, reverence, uh, forgiveness, like anything that's like vibing high, basically. If you can start to initiate that yourself and you can do that by simply just taking yourself off, creating some space for you to hold a picture in your mind that initiates that for you. You can think of anything that, that brings you deep joy or deep gratitude. Maybe it's a loved one. Maybe it's um, when your child was born. Maybe it's an experience you've had and you're just like reminding yourself of what that was. When you do that, the chemical reaction in your body, in your cells, in your genes will start to literally again thrive right you'll be able to be in the healthiest state imaginable you'll be able to optimize your performance you'll literally be able to do anything you want and survival mode just won't even be an issue so 70 percent of people like we said at the beginning are in survival mode only 30 percent of the entire population that is a ridiculous statistic if you want to get lost in that space of survival and be the ones that are having heart attacks and getting different kind of diseases and spending every day in brain fog and being addicted to a life that you don't even want, then that's your choice. But you can literally flip it on demand and you can just push and drive it home so that you never have to experience those things ever. Right? That's how powerful these six steps are. If you go away and just do these six things, you will literally never have to operate in that survival mode unwillingly and unwarrantedly ever again. Awesome, and that's, that's absolutely amazing. That is so. The question you got to ask yourself is, what what mode do you want to be in? Do you want to be in survival? Do you want to be in thriving? Okay, like Charlotte said. So, 
survival is okay, okay, short term, when, when it is needed, yep. okay, and that's not very often in our modern world, okay, so most of the time we want to be in, in that thriving mode, yep. so what do you want? Okay, and that's what you gotta ask yourself. If you want to be in survival, great, you carry on. But you probably want to enjoy a different yeah, thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, you probably wouldn't be watching this. But hopefully you're like us and you wanna be in that thriving mode and basically just get the best out of your life that you can do. So hopefully these steps, these six steps uh, will be useful for you. And just remember if you want to get the most out of that and really switch over, is go through all six steps. You might be in uh, you might be doing one or two of them at the moment. Uh, finding yourself kind of half in half out but by doing all six of them you will get the result that you want you will get to that thriving mode and you will basically just go from there <laughs> definitely so i had a, qu a question before before we wrap up was i spend half my time in survival mode and half my time in thriving mode how do you kind of go full into thrive mode and and that comes down to awareness obviously awareness is the go-to for everything that you ever ask <laughs> us first of all become aware of the current situation is it really half the time or is it more or is it less like there's a strong chance there's already a, a misconception there um but check through those six steps that we said whether that's thoughts, whether that's where your attention is, whether that's if you're actually creating the time to do the elevated emotions or whether you're challenging yourself to go into deeper states of theta or delta, like, you'll be doing some of them already, which is why you're already thriving some of the time. But there'll be some elements there that are, are maybe missing. So go back through and, and just check out of those six which ones are missing and how can you incorporate those into your daily activity. Um, because And also with the awareness point, um, just to mention, make sure again you're checking if it's warranted or unwarranted. Because again, being chased by a lion, cool, warranted, I want your survival mm. mode on. If it's not, then that's when you need to be concerned. But if a lot of your actual daily life is causing you to be in survival mode and you're doing all of these things, that is a point where you need to focus on your environment and check if that's the right environment for you. Um, and that's something that you need to perhaps do a little bit more internal work to identify your own perceptions and beliefs and values. And only then can you make that real congruent decision if that's the right environment for you or not. But I promise you, if you do these six things, there's a very strong chance you'll be thriving no matter your environment whatsoever. Great. So that is it from us today. Got any more questions? No, that was no, the only one. Good. Perfect. So obviously we hope you really enjoyed um, the live today. You got a lot from it. And we really look forward to seeing you next week. But until then, bye. Bye. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, and if you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Please share it with a friend who you think might benefit. Spread the word. That's how we are going to impact the world by helping each other. We appreciate you so much, and as always, unconditional love and wellness.